morning. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071, where talk is fun and Steve is out. Holly Roberts filling in again. Uh, again. Once again, we meet here, Donna. Thank you for helping out. Yes, of course. You know, tis the season for people to, you know, have health issues. Things happening. Things happening. People get the sniffles. There's a stomach flu. There's COVID. There's RSV. There's what else is there? Walking pneumonia. Anything else, Donna? Uh, Any other ailments? Needs for root canals. Yeah, Steve's got a little uh, issue. I don't think he'd mind me telling you, but he's got some uh, oral pain, if you will. Oh, that's the worst. His teethies hurt. Yeah, his teethies. Oh. Yeah, so he's working that out with his dentist. He's got some beautiful teeth, though. He better take care. I know, and he's wearing his Invisalign he's been wearing for the past, I don't know, six months or so. Yeah, he's doing some work on those teeth. Well, yeah, that really stinks because tooth pain is one of those things that you did not good. And it's great when you don't think about your teeth, but when your teeth start to hurt, it's the only thing you can think about. It's true. I had a root canal, I think, uh, last year. You know, it's all a blur. I think it was last year. And I've had like three of them already. So I'm all root canaled up in my mouth. Um, And so it's nothing to me. So I go in, I get it done. And I'm like, okay, bye. That was fun. Thanks for having me. And I take off. And maybe 20 hours later, I was like, ow, 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 ow. (laughs) I had like throbbing all over my mouth. And this is the first time. And I called in. And I was like, hey, you guys, I am not a baby. I promise you this is the first time this has ever happened to me. But I'm in pretty significant pain here. Is there anything you can do? Can you just get me some pain medication temporarily? And so they did an antibiotic and then I was fine. But Steve's going to be a little bit of a big baby, you know. You think. I, You know, you the think. pain is pain. I understand when you're in pain, you're allowed to have that. I think he's afraid of the root canal. Ah, and I don't think there's there's really nothing to be afraid of. No, these it's are professional profi- procedure. Yeah, we're not in the 1900s or the 1800s when the dentist was literally your barber and they just <laughs> gave you they, they gave you a shot of whiskey, strapped you to the chair, and pulled it out and said, "Suck it up." Yeah, buttercup. that's right, Leah. What? Oh, I was well, just going to say, just get the gas. And, oh, I thought you were going to say, no, it does hurt. Well, I'm like, I, I no, I just go and I get the gas. I get a gas gas for the cleanings. Once I found out you can do that, I mean, you got yeah. paid for it, but I was like, hey, this is this is a nice little adventure at the, it's like a spa. I rarely do that. I, I don't know. I feel weird. I'm like a the, big baby. Really? And I think I've read studies that redheads are more like they feel pain different. More, so I just, sure. I just go for that. I'm like, yeah, I feel pain. Right? I want no pain. Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. I don't blame you. All right. Everybody, you know. Yeah, everybody does their thing. The pain isn't the problem. It's the skull vibrations. <gasps> oh, that's uh, bad. It's, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's the... <laughs> and then your whole head vibrates and you go into another dimension. And then, then again, get the gas. You're not even worried about that. You're just in your little headspace. Listen to my podcast. That's a great time. Oh, boy. We're giving somebody trauma here, Donna. We got to stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm very proud of my... Um, that was good. Whatever my was good. air saliva suck up thing. Anyway, um, you guys, listen, if you are looking for an Uber or a Lyft this morning, you might be waiting a while. There is a planned rally um, 
slash strike happening at the Minneapolis St. Paul International Airport. Um, the mini the Minnesota the Minnesota Uber Lyft Drivers Association. Uh, they are taking a day of action. They're gonna today is day one. They're gonna be doing this once a month until their um, until their needs are met, if you will. There's a small rally happening at the airport. Um, drivers are going to be turning off their apps, refusing to take rides across the metro. And again, this is the first of potentially many um, strikes that are going to be happening. So they're not picking up rides from 1 p.m. till 7 p.m. today. And um, the good news is they're only allowing 100 members to gather for the rally. But some of the things that they're looking for, I I think this has been an issue in, um, you know, um, city council for quite some time also the governor had vetoed um a bill that they were trying to pass regarding um helping out the lift drivers he said it was too soon so that is happening today um by the way they also msp recently added new pickup and waiting areas for drivers anybody notice that yeah yeah so Hopefully my driver did not know that. And I'm standing and I'm like, I I went where they told me to go. He's like, I'm standing out here looking for you. I'm like, I'm looking for you. There's not one other. I mean, I'm like, there's tons of cars here. There were no cars where he was. I'm standing here. I know. I'm like, what's going on? I'm standing here. Yeah. Anyway. I think it kind of makes sense actually where the new pickup is. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Much more user friendly. Absolutely. I agree with you. By the way, they also are now asking for better bathrooms. They're asking for designated prayer areas because there's a lot of, um, uh, is it Eastern Muslim African, Mm -hmm. um, drivers. And so, um, that is happening. And let's see. Oh, also heads up to you guys. Yeah. Um, you want to know that Lyft is implementing a rider charge fee of $5 for each ride that begins and ends in the Twin Cities. So a minimum of $5, which I think oh, is fine. That's fine. Yeah. I would think that you would be taking more than a $5. More than a $5 Lyft ride. Right. I agree. In most cases. Yes. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. I mean, if you're calling for a $2 ride then you've got a little bit of a problem. Right. And I'm sure that exists in some <laughs> scenarios, but maybe special cases. So. Exactly. Yeah. What's another two fifty? I did exactly. take a $7 ride to my mechanic. You did? <laughs> two weeks ago, yeah. Well, also, if it's cold, I understand yeah. that. And you're probably more susceptible to the cold. I am. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. I'm a snowflake. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, uh, just be aware of that. You might have a little bit hard uh, time getting a Lyft or an Uber today. Anybody take taxis anymore? Just curious. I do. In I, don't do I don't do Uber or Lyft. Oh, you don't? No, I don't. I did not know that Good about you. Good for you. Yeah, just on the principle of things. Yeah. Just to try to help them out? Yeah. I like taking an old-fashioned taxi. But for the most part, if I'm going to the airport, I drive myself and I park my car in the value lot. Okay. So I can control when Mm -hmm. I come and I go. And I'm just like, you know what? It's just the cost of doing business, guys. You're right. Just the cost of doing business. You are right. Okay. All right. Good to know. Uh, Watch out for that rally. Um, When we come back on the Donna and Steve show without Steve, uh, this is a very Steve thing to do. I thought I would throw this in there. Someone put out a list of like, old-timey words that we should consider bringing back. Uh, There's one or two on there that I think I still use. It's pretty embarrassing. We'll get to that when we come right back on My Talk 1071.
Hey guys, it's Donna for Energy Savers Fireplaces. You know, you could create your own private retreat of warmth and comfort and relaxation with a clean, burning, energy-efficient, low-pie fireplace insert or stove. You can design the fireplace of your dreams online with Low-Pie's Design My Fire Tool. Your low-pie fireplace leaders, they happen to be my pals, Laura and Anna, and the team at Energy Savers Fireplaces. They are the highest-rated five-star review fireplace store in the area. They are fantastic. I was just recently in the showroom. Very impressed by uh, what they have to offer there. They're a full-service fireplace store, by the way. No project is too small or too big, and they offer free in-home estimates. If you're thinking about a fireplace, go to energysaversfireplaces.com or stop by their showroom. They are your complete fireplace store they are family owned and operated since 1976 and they're located just off highway 36 in oakdale hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hi, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It is the Thursday edition of the show. Uh, coming up, I should give you a little deep tease. Uh, throwback Thursday music trivia with Rocco. That comes up at 1130 today. Also, College of Pop Culture Knowledge with a surprise guest filling in for Steve. Hopefully, it'll be someone real bad at the game. Ooh. Holly, you're not invited. Uh, what? <laughs> no, because you'd whoop my butt. You whoop my butt. Donna, Donna, I want to give you some self-esteem. Okay, I have self-awareness. And I have self-awareness is what I have. And I gave you self-esteem today on the Jason and Alexis in the morning show because you're going to be a guest tomorrow. Yes, I am. During 8.30. (laughs) During our weekly trivia face-off. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. I sense sarcasm in your response, Donna. (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. It'll, it'll be lovely to be a part of your drive time show. We're doing Disney animal trivia. Mm. And I'm telling you, Donna, I believe in you. Okay. You're going to do better than you, you think. Okay. Because even if you think you're bad at a topic in trivia, good trivia has context clues within the questions. And these questions by Trivia Mafia have those. You're going to nail okay. it. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Charles. Yeah. Thank you, Coach. Well, oh, you're a great hype awesome. squad, Holly. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? All right. Thanks. Yeah. All right. I feel confident now. Uh-huh. Can't wait. I hope Steve will be here, though. Yeah. We'll find out. We'll find out at 829 whether or not he's going to be in or not. What? Inside joke. Uh, okay, I came across a list of 10 long-lost words that some think we should bring back in the year 2024. Uh, let's go through them. Mm-hmm. Number one is blatherskite. 
I don't know if I like that word, and I don't even know what it means. Do I we have a definition? Yes, we do, Holly. It's a person who talks at great length without making much sense. Oh, I love this word now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so we can apply it on this show, right? Absolutely. Blatherskite. I see that word in the dictionary, and next to that word in the dictionary is a picture of Steve Patterson. <laughs> God rest his soul. Yeah. He's, he's just out for yeah, today. Yeah. Uh, yes, like the cable TV commentator was a blatherskite who produced 30 minutes of angry nonsense each night. Blatherskite. Well, we might have to post this list somewhere in our studio. Uh, mm, Kurglaff. 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 Kerglaf. It's the shock felt when you first plunge into cold water. I shan't be using that word. <laughs> oh, you're not going to be doing any sauna cold plunges, that Donna? Is, that is correct. I'll leave that to Steve. Uh, let's see. So that is, that is a v- adjective? Yes. Right? That would be an adjective. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. And the kerglaf caused him to shriek when he came up for air. Kerglaf. Now that sounds like a noun. I don't know, Don. I don't care, Holly. I don't remember these things. <laughs> you would think I know. I do get paid to write, believe it or not. What are rules? I know. Dollop. A oh, sh- come on. We all use dollop, use right? Yeah. Just add a dollop of mayo. A dollop of daisy. Come on. We don't yes. know the jingle. A shapeless mass or blob of something, especially soft food. Okay, we know that one. All right. We're, that we use that one. Exactly. Uh, oh boy, Holly, I don't know how to pronounce this. Coffee clutch. Coffee, coffee clutch. Yeah, coffee clutch. That's how you spell coffee clutch? This is a word my father-in-law. That's how you spell that? Rest in peace would use that all the time. Really? That's how you spell that? Yeah. I thought it was spelled coffee. I thought it was two separate words, coffee clutch. Yeah. And that was a nickname for a meeting of people. Coffee clutch. Drinking coffee together. Coffee clutch. Coffee clutch. Why do they spell it like that? It's How do K- they spell it? K-A-F-F-E-E-K-L-A-T-S-C-H. One word. Coffee clutch. We've had our minds blown, Donna, by this list. I know. I got nothing. Okay, so this is, of course, an informal social gathering where coffee is served. It seems very mm, German or Dutch. I bet you're right. It does. And if we said that in Dutch, then it would be... (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Guten Tag. Pocky. Pocky. He had a pocky wit that undercut his superior's self-importance. Pocky. Mm. I feel like we need to be wearing suspenders when we say that word. I do, too. It's having a mocking or cynical sense of humor. Well, we've got a lot of that around here. I'm going to circle that yeah. one, too. Put Hold that on. up on the wall. That'll go up on the wall. I think everyone should have to use these in a sentence at some point during their show. Wouldn't that be a fun challenge? A little Easter egg. Yes. Yes. Pocky. Pocky. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this, either. Uh, petrichor? Go for it. A pleasant smell that frequently accompanies the first rain after a long period of warm, dry weather. Never heard Ooh. of it. Ooh, that's I a- think I have read this before. Really? Yeah. Not a common word. I don't think I 
ever pulled it out or tried to pronounce it. Tetrachor. Did you see it in a book? I saw it in a book or a periodical, perhaps. Uh-huh. Hmm. It's a pleasant smell, oh, as I said, and here is a way to use it in a sentence. He walked outside after the storm. The Petrichor lifting his spirits as he hiked around the campground. Petrichor. Doesn't really roll off the tongue, does it? It does not. No. Hmm. Finally. Oh, no, this isn't finally. This oh, is only number seven. Uh, yeah. Okay, we've got uh, Pettifogger. No. no don't like don't that. Like it. Okay. Okay. No, I'm not getting it. Not getting right. it. Nope, too close. Mm-hmm. All right, let me cross off the ones. Okay. Uh, yeah, we don't need that one. How about Raw Gabbit? Raw Gabbit? Oh, Raw Gabbit. Uh, a I person see a resurgence. A person who speaks confidently but ignorantly. Oh, I feel like that also has a place on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Right. Highlight that one. My Duh. social media feed is filled with raw gabbits trying to explain everything from epidemiology to engineering. A raw gabbit. Raw gabbit. It sounds like dog on it. Yep. Raw gabbit. I'm going to put that one on the mm-hmm. list just for fun. Thunder plump. Thunder plump. Oh, that is a heavy. I feel like we should we could play Balderdash with this. Really? Uh, A heavy uh, fall of rain during a thunderstorm. Thunderplump. What they also called me in college. (laughs) (laughs) He hoped he could get home before the storm got too bad, but found himself instead jogging through a soggy thunderplump. Nobody's (laughs) ever going to use that. ever. No. Did you cross that out? I did. Mm -hmm. And finally... Number 10 on the list of old-timey words that we should bring back in 2024, twinkle. 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 To twang with the fingers on a musical instrument. As in, he sat on the porch as dusk rolled in, twinkling an old, fav- wait, an old childhood favorite on the banjo. Twinkle. Oh, it's a little too deliverance for me, Tom. I agree, Holly. <laughs> Cross that one out. <laughs> All right, those are your old-timey words. Um, it's fun to hear. Like, I never in my life heard some of these words. Mm, pocky. Go forth and be a raw gabbit. Stop being so pocky, Holly. Uh, anyway. Purple off. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break and then we are going to return when we do. Oh, apparently Emily Blunt and John Krasinski are reacting to some divorce rumors. And we'll give you the latest on Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet's divorce. That's all coming up next on my talk. One oh seven one. Hi, good morning. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Steve is out. Holly is in. Mm-hmm. Holly's here till 10, and then the big Zamboni takes over. What a journey. It really is, Donna. <laughs> We're moving through time and space on a giant rock floating in the middle of the universe. It's, How about that? I love it. Love it. Love it. Um, let's talk a little relationship news, shall we? Ooh. Uh, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski apparently uh, are responding to rumors that they are headed for Splitsville. I guess there was a viral video of them on the red carpet at the Golden Globes, and that had people sparking breakup chatter. Yeah, so there was they were talking on the red carpet, and this footage, people were trying to lip-read 
what they Still, were saying they to each some, other. They Where? hire someone for the whole event? Yeah. Well, oh. the, like, oh Donna, this is lip reading experts. Time to shine, baby. I guess so. And so there's a TikTok video of Emily Blunt and John Krasinski talking while posing for photos on the red carpet of the Golden Globes on Sunday night. Now, a few theories came to mind when people, some people said, I've watched this 500 times. Trying to convince myself he said something other than divorce. Somebody else said, did he say I can't wait to divorce? And she said that he stated I'm serious. Somebody else said, I swear he's saying divorce, but I want him to be saying get through this. So clearly some folks. Oh, my sensed- God. <laughs> this is so thirsty oh, of them. Very thirsty. <laughs> so there was a lot of speculation Maybe perhaps we didn't get the body language experts in there, too. Maybe there was some, you know, physical tension between the two of them. I mean, they're just sitting there posing and they're kind of doing that kind of thing. Right. Okay. Which is probably very typical for a couple. Like, all right, just smile and let's get this over with. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so they think the rumors are funny and ridiculous. And they've got, you know, reps who said, um, th- th- you know, there's. They're perfectly fine. There are no issues with them. They think, again, the rumors are funny. And uh, they seem to kind of go above the fray. Yeah. Yeah. Some Someone else said they thought they said, um, I can't wait to get indoors. That that seems like something that maybe Emily Blunt would say, because a, an American would indoors. say, an American would say, I can't wait to get inside. Yes. You know, or, you know, let's get out of here or whatever. Um, You know, I just think that is so rude. I feel like the tabloids have been, like, really desperate for content in that they're making up these stories. These people have children who have the Internet. Like, it just seems so not nice. I don't know if I could sleep at night knowing that I'm making up stories about people well and this isn't even the tabloids making up a story this is the new workaround (laughs) it's that tabloids take stories from social media and then turn it into a story and then turn it into a story because they're taking quotes page six is taking quotes from rando people on tiktok speculating about what Emily Blunt and John Krasinski are saying. And then the tabloids see that. Right. And then they're turning around and making it into a story. And then an insider close to the couple feels the need to make a statement on their behalf regarding the story. Right. It's so stupid. <laughs> I mean, they're literally just there's You've got probably these young people working for these tabloids just starting out. They know that they have to have so many words in an article, if they want it to get published, they go on social media and they'll be like, fans are really disappointed in Taylor Swift's fake nails. You know what I mean? That'll oh, yeah. be their headline. Then they'll just start quoting people. on Like, what? That's not an article. If you've been to BuzzFeed lately, boy, how the mighty have fallen. Really? That used to be a legitimate journalistic institution at one point. Right. They got rid of that. And now BuzzFeed is literally just repurposing reddit threads and social media posts that like doesn't it seem like they should go under (laughs) like you know because they're just stealing from other publications well you don't say donna but as long as you (laughs) quote it and you cite it and you source it footnote yep yep. and you change the language just a little bit 
then uh, you get your original post. Got it. Quote, unquote. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's really annoying me right now, you guys. What's working your last nerve? TMZ. It's so annoying. Like, they need to, like, redo their website. Have you been on? No. It's so annoying. I follow them on Twitter, so I'm getting their, like, Twitter posts. And, yeah. Okay, so let me just go to TMZ.com. Okay, so gigantic. Um. Oh, that's sad. Michael Strahan's daughter had a brain tumor. Oh. Um, but she looks happy and, like, things are going okay. Mm-hmm. But then... It's like you have to scroll like 20 times with your mouse to get to the next story. Like just it's not user friendly the way it's set up. And then the ads popping up and videos playing. There's a video playing like right there in the main story and then videos up in the left corner. It's like, ah, I can't like chill out. I'm going to see your TMZ okay, and raise you a Daily Mail. Oh, God. Let me go to Daily Mail. Hold on. Oh. Pop-ups galore. What the heck am I reading? Oh, headlines written for search engine optimization. So you get like 35 words. Oh, my God. I could not agree with you more. Oh. I could. It's just messy. It just looks like, you know, you know, when you were a kid and you'd make a collage, you know, you just cut out, you know, pictures and then words. That's what it looks like. Yeah. It's like a bad menu at a restaurant. And it's moving. And so your eyes are distracted. <laughs> it's moving. It's moving. There's video. I'm looking at this. I got ads on the Daily Mail for me. My cookies are following me everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Protein powder. Boner pills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sweaters on sale. Oh, my. Yes. Oh. Book now to New York City as low as $80 one way. This is a mess. The Daily Mail. That. You know what this gives me? It gives me a little bit of PTSD. My mom was a bit of a hoarder. Mm. I look at this and I just see a hoard, you know, like this is just like, I can't throw this away. It's important. No, I have feelings about this story. Oh, like there's tiny little stories. Then there's big stories. Oh, it's a mess. Mom, you don't need that recipe for lime shrimp jello salad. Exactly. Let it go. Or the newspaper from 1968. Mm -hmm. We know Kennedy was shot. It is 1985. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to the show. Yeah. Uh, In other news. Emily Blunt and John Krasinski not getting a divorce. Uh, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet are getting a divorce. I think they are divorced. Um, basically, they they reached a divorce agreement merely one day after she filed. Uh, it was submitted on Monday. Uh, the judgment was filed on Tuesday. And apparently they've already settled everything. This is the way you do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. seem really zen about it. There's no exchange of money. There's no uh, spousal support. There's no quote-unquote official child support. They have opted to share the living expenses for their minor children. Nobody is obligated to pay child support to the other. Um, They're each fully satisfied um, as far as the disclosures go. Um, They're familiar with the terms. The value of the assets divided between them and the incomes of each. Everything's settled. Yeah. Well, they've been separated since 2020. 
So they've probably behind the scenes been talking about this. Yeah, had their attorneys working it out. What can we do? How can we be amicable? And they've been together for such a long time. Their kids are 16 and 15 years old. Right, right. And uh, it looks like they... um, they're just going to be responsible for their kids' health and education and welfare, and they're they're not doing anything, quote-unquote, legally. Um, they're both going to have custody. So that sounds great. Oh, yeah. on, on the flip side, not on the flip side, but also related story, Jason Momoa, and I think we heard about this a while ago, but he does not have a home right now following his divorce. He's basically living on the road. He said, I don't have a home. I live on the road. Um, he's actually been working on a docuseries called On the Rome. And it follows his encounters with like artisans and musicians and athletes as he travels all across the United States. He said, I'm always in these weird places. And fans are starstruck when they see me popping up in these small towns. He seems like a cool dude. He really does. It, when he first split from Lisa Bonet, he was living in a luxury camper right. in his friend's front yard. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> and it looked amazing. And this show, On the Rome, is going to debut January 18th, so it's just right around the bend. Yeah, just a week from today. Yeah, it looks really cool. It looks really well done. And it's Jason Momoa being hot on a motorcycle. Jason Momoa... Being hot, uh, watching people make guitars. It's Jason Momoa just being hot and traveling the world. Wow. Yeah. And he says he likes being with, like, everyday people, not, like, Hollywood types. I totally believe that about him. I do, too. He just seems really like, yeah, whatever. Let's take a walk on the campgrounds of wherever I am right now. Yeah. Let's go make hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is great. He seemed like such a cool guy. I I really did like them together, I have to say. They were hot. They were really hot. And it looked like they were very simpatico. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. RIP to that relationship. That's okay. Go find Jason Momoa in his luxury camper. Yep. Uh, January 18th on Max. So look for that. When we come back on the Donna and Steve show without Steve, um, RIP to one of America's first fun packs of gum. I'm a little sad about this. And got an update on Aaron Rodgers and his future on the Pat McAfee show. We'll get to those stories. And if you see something, say something. That is next on my talk. Hi. Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve's out. Holly Roberts in for one more segment. This is a good one. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Yay. Guys. R.I.P. Fruit Stripe Gum. R.I.P. Fruit Stripe Gum. I mean. Pour one out for our zebra homie. I. (laughs) (laughs) I. All right. I have a couple of things to say. I. Not that long ago. It probably was. I have no concept of time. I think, you know, I started this show like three years ago and I've been here for eight years. It's all made up, Donna. Don't worry about it. You're right. You're right. You're all ghosts. You don't even exist. Nope. I'm here all by myself. 
Um, so I, not that long ago in my mind, found Fruit Stripe gum somewhere like, um, what do you mean you found it? I found, I mean, I found it in the store, like oh. at World Market or somewhere uh, like that. You I'm know like, what I mean? You find it a like yeah. rando pack of Fruit Stripe gum on the sidewalk on <laughs> University <laughs> Avenue. I'm not to that point yet, Holly. Give it time, though. <laughs> That'll be my side yeah. hustle. Yeah. Uh, we work in radio. I'm selling it individually. <laughs> I know it says not to do it on the package, but I got bills to pay. I used to love this gum as a kid. So Fruit Stripe gum i would say is probably one of the first flavored gums because its run went from 1969 to this year and the flavor lasted all of like 10 seconds like three chews i <laughs> know totally right yeah you didn't even actually get gum in your mouth it was still in stick form <laughs> yes. it's like the, the la croix essence of gum yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So they're going to discontinue uh, Fruit Stripe Gum after a 55-year run. Oh, my goodness. Wet and wild melon, cherry, lemon, orange, and peach. When was the last time that you guys actually had a little thing of Fruit Stripe Gum? But you could still taste it. Uh, Eight years ago, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, it didn't last. It's so funny. It says here, that's a pretty long time for a gum with a flavor that didn't last 55 seconds. (laughs) 55-year run. Where's it's the line? It's true. It's uh. true. But I, it was so fun just to buy it. Oh, oh buy The yeah. smell. The smell was great. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just unwrap it and you just put your nose right up to it and just... Oh, so yeah. good. Do you guys remember Chewels gum? Mm. Like, you'd, it was square and you'd bite into it and goop would come out. Oh, the gush. I hated those. Th- there were two of them. There was Chewels and then there was something else. Well, there was... That had the goo come out. Ooh. Was it like Tidal Wave or Tidal or something? Or... I don't remember. But I love that stuff. I love the gimmick. I was a big league chew girl. Oh, that's well, good too. a big league chew. That's mm-hmm. good too. How about bubble tape? <laughs> bubble tape. Oh, that was good. Bazooka, mm-hmm. that's garbage. Yeah. Total oh, trash. That is yeah. so... Your jaw hurts so bad <laughs> oh, after eating I know. A, a thing of bazooka. I don't care about the comic. Get out of here. Yeah. Bazooka Joe. Yeah. Does that still exist? I think so. Let's see how long it takes for that to follow suit. <laughs> you know? Wow, way to be the optimist, Donna. I know, when are all these uh, old legacy candy companies going to die? It's only because I don't like it. Bazooka Joe. Yeah, that was just too hard. Um, It's still around. It is not. You can get a 225-piece tub uh? of Bazooka bubble gum. You get that yeah. at Costco? I bet you can. I bet you can. <laughs> God, I love Costco. It's just the best. Buy in bulk. I, it's the best. I go grocery shopping like once every couple of months. It's the best. Yeah. Just stock your freezer with proteins and you're good to go. You just need some produce or some side dishes. Round Am it I out. Right? Round it out. Exactly. Mm. Anyway. Um, well, RIP to Yipes the Zebra. Mm. Bye. Is that his name? Yeah, well, his name I, is Yipes. I was today years old when I learned that he had a, a name. Yeah, Me yeah. too. I just had to Google that. Yipes. Yeah, that's okay. I hope he got a good bio package. Um, let's pick up this phone. Let's just see what they want. What's, what do they want? Let's just do it cold. Yeah. Oh, let's just bring you. Oh, up. Donna. I know. Oh, oh hi. It's our biggest co- fan. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Steve's not here. One fa- <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on in this show? That's our favorite caller. Yeah. Ooh. You called their bluff. <laughs> oh no, it was a ghost call. We do get those on occasion. Yeah. You know, 
So is it just like you put it out in the universe and then somebody's calling on the line and then it's just a ghost call. It just disappears. Yeah, it just disappears. It's Nobody's scary. there. It's frightening. Mm-hmm. I do it. I did see something else that I think is worth mentioning today. It has nothing to do with treats. It has to do with Aaron Rodgers. Mm. So did you guys talk about on the morning show yesterday about his apology? It wasn't even an apology. It was an explanation. We have not touched on this Aaron Rodgers story at all outside of the fact that Jimmy Kimmel had things to say about what Aaron Rodgers had to say about him concerning the release of names in Jeffrey Epstein documents. Okay, so after Jimmy Kimmel did his thing on his show then Aaron Rodgers appeared on the Pat McAfee show and basically said, I never said that Jimmy Kimmel is a pedophile. I would never say that about somebody. He just implied that Jimmy Kimmel would be relieved if he found out that he was not on the Jeffrey Epstein list that was being made public. Well, people did the math, right? We can <laughs> do the math, Aaron Rodgers. Correct. Mm-hmm. So the implication is basically understood you don't have to say that so hi, anyway so he, hi leah hey <laughs> how's it going over there uh-huh. what's oh, yeah? going on yeah uh-huh right oh fresh it up thank you thank you what oh stop name? it robin thanks robin. oh robin all right <laughs> leah yeah your mic was open the whole time <laughs> thanks, oh leah. yeah that's great yeah yeah i just looked down I was like, oh. freshen up we gotta freshen up gum what, what do we stink no, it's freshen up gum. Yeah, Robin, oh, yeah, freshen up gum. I'm like, that. wait a second. <laughs> that was the one that was like chewels. Ah, yeah. Okay, geez. thank you, Robin. It was squirty gum. Appreciate that. Okay, so here's the update on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he has been bounced from ESPN's Pat McAfee show. Bye, honey. Pat does not have a problem with that. I thought they were friends. On yesterday's show, Pat McAfee said, Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays season four is done. There will be a lot of people that will be happy with that, myself included, to be honest. Wow, he'll just turn on you the minute you're you're off the air. Uh, He said, with the way it ended, it got real loud. I'm happy that that is not going to be um, my mentions going forward, which is great news. He added that he was lucky to have Aaron Rodgers on the show, but some of his thoughts and opinions tick off a lot of people, and I'm pumped that that is no longer going to be every single Wednesday of my life, which it has been for the last few years. I think he's speaking from a personal point of view, like, I don't need this headache kind of thing. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, and then probably quickly realizing that people like us are only talking about the Pat McAfee show Within the context of Aaron Rodgers right. appearing on it. Right. I'm not a sports person. I am not either. I did not know who Pat McAfee was. Nor did I. But Same. Now I have an awareness of that show that is completely uh, about Aaron Rodgers. And you know what? I liked what Pat McAfee had to say where he just uh, about what Aaron Rodgers said. He said, we live in a country that is freedom of speech, but you're going to have to deal with the consequences Absolutely. of your freedom of speech. That is true. I think people forget that. Like, uh-huh. yeah, you could say anything you want, but there will be repercussions. Yes. If you're saying something that affects another person, you know, legally speaking, exactly. public opinion. Can I Can I just say? Yeah. He's so pretty. Could he just stick to sports? Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he is a very opinionated person, very polarizing, and I think that's... 
he likes to keep himself in the news. Yeah. He's, you know, he's a little thirsty. A little thirsty. Man needs just electrolytes showered over him. He, should, he should smile more. I've got some, yeah, I've got some tips. Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, Leah, how do you feel about the mustache? Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, no. No, he doesn't have it. He's not Tom Selleck worthy. It's just a little too blonde. There's not enough contrast on the facial hair. Oh, oh. yeah. Well, and wait, I are, you just talking, wait, are you Aaron talking Rogers about Aaron like, Rodgers or Pat McAfee? Well, both of them, but really Aaron Rodgers on this okay. one, yeah. Because I personally find Pat McAfee a little annoying. As somebody, he just came into my onto my radar this week. I had no idea who this guy was. Yeah, I'm like, I don't get the appeal. He was a punter or something. I think. Oh, yeah. he does. Sports. Oh, he does sports balls. Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh, he did. Okay. He did. And now he's a commentator. But Aaron Rodgers, bless his heart, he needs he needs to stay busy. Because he was sidelined this season playing for the New York Jets. Right. With the Achilles. With the Achilles tendon. Ooh, ouch. And so he hasn't played since September. He needs some things to do. You know, he's been outspoken about his personal life and what he likes to do and his uh, spiritual quest. Oh, yeah. He likes to go away for a little bit. Yeah, right? he likes Eat, to go, play. Yeah, and, you know, and, you know, talking. Meditate. Yeah, talking about doing ayahuasca. But here's the thing. Just because you do those things doesn't mean that you're an enlightened human being. In fact, I would make the argument that if you do those things and they're rooted in your ego, it will probably only amplify your problems. And I feel like that is the case with Aaron Rodgers. Truer words right have there. never been spoken. Touch, Holly touch Roberts, please. <laughs> Holly, thank you so much for helping out again today. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Mike the Big Z is going to be coming in. He's going to have a dirt alert. Yeah. We, we got stuff, Holly. We, we got, got things. Stuff. You got stuff yeah. to do in the office. We got stuff to do on the show. Uh, we're going to talk about, um, oh gosh, we're going to go back to sports with Mike. That's coming up at 1015. And we'll tell you how Usher is getting ready for the Super Bowl halftime show. That is next on My Talk 107.1. Yeah.